0: Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ our Jesus. Our reading today from the Old Testament book of Isaiah, which, interestingly enough, Isaiah shows up in our second reading and in our gospel. As I mentioned last week, it's a pretty important book, especially when it comes to this time of the year. Well, from the Old Testament book of Isaiah, we have a messianic prophecy That is a prophecy about the coming Messiah that we as Christians believe and know to be Jesus Christ. In fact, that is what Christ means. It is the Greek word for the Hebrew word Messiah, both meaning anointed or anointed one. So to just say Jesus Christ the Lord is a statement that Jesus is the Messiah, The Messiah was to come through the lineage of Judah, the tribe of Judah. Jesse, the father of King David, was from the tribe of Judah, and the Messiah will come through Jesse, which Isaiah prophesies when he said the very first verse of our first reading, a shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse, from his roots a branch will bear fruit. And so our reading today from the book of Isaiah concerns the coming of the Messiah, And that is Jesus Christ. And our reading declares that Jesus will delight in the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. It's mentioned twice in our text, one after the other, for emphasis in Isaiah. The word Lord here in the Old Testament means the Hebrew name for God, as we pronounce it in the English, Yahweh, the true God. So if the Messiah will delight in the fear of the Lord or the fear of God, then the fear of the Lord must be important, right? Yes, of course it is. In fact, the scriptures tie fear at least 300 times in reference to God. Now, this is not necessarily the fear as being afraid of, but it's more than just the fear meaning being in awe of. What does the Bible say about the fear of the Lord? Well, I'll resist the urge to go through all 300 passages today, but I will, we will go through just a couple here. Well, it was important for leadership. God told Moses in the book of Exodus to select capable men from all the people, men who fear God, trustworthy men who hate dishonest gain, and appoint them as officials over thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. That's in Exodus. In the book of Leviticus, it states, the reason we treat people well who are elderly or people who have disabilities, and it names people that are blind and or deaf, is because of the fear of the Lord, Leviticus 19. In Proverbs, it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. This kind of fear is reverence and respect toward God a type of fear that changes the way that we behave, the way we live because we truly fear God. In the New Testament, we find fear attached to God as well. Jesus said in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 10, he said, Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. St. Paul wrote, Let us cleanse ourselves from every defilement of body and spirit, bringing holiness to completion in the fear of God. The fear of the Lord is a healthy understanding of who God is, not as a vengeful, overbearing God waiting for us to make a mistake so that he can zap us or get us or whatever that imagery might say, but nor is it a pushover a hippie God who just wants to hang, up, hang out with us at Starbucks or something. To fear God is to have an understanding that God is God and I am not. The fear of God is to turn from evil ways to serve our neighbor. The fear of God saves us from surrendering into our own sinful nature. To say someone fears God is one of the greatest compliments you can give. Author Johanna Reardon says this. She writes... Hearing someone is God-fearing actually makes us trust that person more. If they fear God, they are more likely to keep their word and treat others with kindness. In fact, Romans 3, a classic chapter on sin, says that our chief sin is that we have no fear of God at all. William D. Eisenhower put it uh, this way in his article, Fear in God, in the journal Christianity Today. He wrote... Unfortunately, many of us presume that the world is the ultimate threat and that God's function is to offset it. However different this is from the biblical position that God is far scarier than the world. When we assume that the world is the ultimate threat, we give it unwarranted power, for in truth the world's threats are only temporary. When we expect God to balance the stress of the world, we reduce him to the world's equal. As I walk with the Lord, I discover that God poses an ominous threat to my ego, but not to me. He rescues me from my delusions so he may reveal the truth that sets me free. He casts me down only to lift me up again. He sits in judgment of my sin, but forgives me nevertheless. So what does our passage say about the fear of the Lord? It says... He will delight in the fear of the Lord. Jesus will delight in this understanding of God. Fearing God. I had a lot of fun this week. Uh, When I was looking up this word delight, I discovered something interesting I, I didn't know before. The Hebrew word here that's in Isaiah, in our English, does not mean, it is not the word for delight. Though it seems every translation wants to translate it this way. The Hebrew word actually means the word smell. In other words, he will smell in the fear of the Lord, which doesn't translate very well, right? (laughs) It's a metaphorical meaning. I remember when I worked at a bank in Bradenton, Florida many, many years ago, and I was usually the one who opened the branch every morning at about 7 a.m. So sometime in that six o'clock hour, I'd drive over on West 53rd Avenue, and I would drive by Flowers Bakery. And no matter what I ate for breakfast, when I smelled the bakery, I became hungry. I delighted in it. It was a wonderful smell. So much that I'd even plan it and roll down my window when I knew I was getting close. In that sense, the verse is saying that the Messiah will delight like a pleasing aroma to one's nostrils in the fear of the Lord. Now, all this goes perfect with the rest of the verse because it uses three of the senses. Our reading says, his delight or smell shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear. And if we are followers of Christ, also known as Christians, then we are to do the same. But how? How are we to live up to this standard, especially in this crazy world we live in? Well, we need the same thing Christ had. And that's the Holy Spirit. Listen to the words of Isaiah further up in our text. From our reading, it says, The Spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit, and we are to be full of the Spirit of God too. John the Baptist predicted this in our gospel reading when he said, he said, Someone greater than I is coming. And he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. To be a Christian is to have the Holy Spirit within us. And we are to live as the Spirit guides us, following God's Spirit, walking in the Spirit of God. And this is why the scriptures say in the book of Romans chapter 8, St. Paul wrote this. He says, but you are not in the flesh, you are in the Spirit, since the Spirit of God dwells in you. that is in our future resurrection, is made fully alive because of the Spirit of God within us, because the Holy Spirit dwells within us. And when we are in tune with God's Spirit, we will know more fully what it means to delight in the fear of the Lord. This is what was prophesied by Isaiah concerning the Messiah, Jesus Christ. The same Spirit is in us as Christians And we are to be baptized in the spirit of God. And this is how we are to live with promise of God's spirit. And it looks like this. Harmony with each other. That's why Isaiah gave us so many examples of animals being together. As Emery was reading it this morning, he talked about all these animals. If you guys were paying attention, you heard all those. The wolf and the lamb. The cow and The bear the lion and the ox and so forth. It's a predator with a peaceful animal. Metaphors for humans living in harmony because of the spirit of God. We said as much in the refrain after our psalm today. We all said together, by God's gift, justice and peace shall flourish. So here we are in Advent. As was mentioned last week, this this in-between time. Symbolically and liturgically, we are waiting and preparing for Christmas, the birth of the Messiah. Yet we are also living in a time in between Jesus' first and second coming. So what should our posture be in this in-between time? I believe our reading today would say that we are to be like Christ, and that is to live in the fear of God. And the only way to fully live in the fear of God is to live fully in the Holy Spirit. May the Holy Spirit come and be in our midst more and more fully. So as we worship today, and as we receive communion, taking in God's presence into our body, as we eventually leave and go about our day, And go through the week and whatever the things are that are on our calendar or that we plan to do. May we also pray, truly pray, that the Holy Spirit will make himself more and more aware to us in our lives. So that we may fear the Lord and serve Christ who is coming back again. And on that day, by the power of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to read one more verse to you. The last verse of our reading from Romans 15. Paul wrote this. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you may abound in hope and he doesn't stop there. He says, the, he says how we do this. By the power of the Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.